0: Music and Fun, Miskin Radio. So my first guest tonight is comedian Tom Toll. Hello, Tom. Hello. And our musician in session is Ben Wheatley. Welcome, Ben. Hello. And also we have DJ Lee Hawkes as well. Welcome, Lee. How are you? Uh, I'm Lovely. I'm tremendous. It's a big, full studio today. So, comedian Tom Toll. We had Ian Smith
1: on a few weeks ago. Yes. Uh, and a fellow comedian. And you used to live with him. I did in a... Squalid, is that the word? Squalid. Uh, It was a squalid house in New Cross. We lived together for two, three years. And Uh, was it just you two? No, uh, there was two other civilians, muggles, um, who lived with us. One guy, Mark, he worked in a brewery, and Seamus had uh, a civilian job. He worked at a magazine. Uh, And were there loads of pranks because of two comedians being in the house? There was, yeah. um, One thing Ian liked to do is he would like to sort of sometimes jump on you uh, mm. he'd like to enter your room and um jump on you sometimes he'd wake you up in early in the morning by opening up and screaming what year is it um <laughs> 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 did you uh, answer promptly with the correct answer or <laughs> i was i was trying to wipe the sleep from my eyes think, <laughs> What? Yeah, what's the date it's uh, the 15th no what year I'm like, t- <laughs> um and then i remember one time it was a sunday i'd i'd come in i remember i was just in such a bad mood and i turned up and i thought all i want to do is get into my bed and i pulled back the sheets and uh i distinct i think they had put a lot of my own personal items and some items around the house there was definitely a hoover in my bed i remember that and i just remember looking at it going oh fudge lip <laughs> i was going for flip uh I, but it was a it was a good fun house they were a great bunch of lads mm. um yeah really fun time
0: And uh, you're taking a show up to Edinburgh in, well, I was was about to say a few weeks. It's next week, isn't it now, the Edinburgh Festival?
1: Yep. Uh, Next Thursday is my first show. Uh, The show, yeah, it's called Better Than Before. Uh, I've been previewing it the last couple of months, and yeah, it's in good shape. I I really enjoy performing it. Um, And yeah, looking forward to getting up there. This is going to be my... Eighth Edinburgh in a row.
0: Because, um, well, it's your eighth one, but it's it your is, daughter Elsa, who is three. It's her fourth. It's She's, her fourth. She's an absolute veteran. Do explain that.
1: Yeah, well, she was two months old when we went up the first time, um, <laughs> so she didn't really have much of a say. Um, I remember we, we wanted to see a show that clashed with mine, and they put on an extra run at midnight. And it was also, it was technically a kid's show. It's called Funs and Games, which uh, you guys should check it out. And we went along to watch the midnight show and she slept through the whole thing um so yeah she she's just game for anything really she's you know she really is just so funny um i'm looking forward to this year because uh, last year i started taking her some shows and she started enjoying it um but she's just started to get she's sort of getting what i'm doing now Like as i left tonight she was like "Oh, enjoy it enjoy it enjoy work dad um i suppose that's what my wife says so she'll say, so, yeah, enjoy work, Dad, yeah. or have, good, have a good gig, like that. So, yeah, she's, uh, she's a proper Because like, it's character.
0: a real family for as well, because your show is actually about your, your uncle's band.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's sort of uh, about sort of following your dream, really, and what happens when maybe you think, is this the right um, thing to do? Because my uncle was in a band called Midway Still, um, and they were around in sort of the early 90s. Um, they actually ended up, they supported Nirvana um, at the Beer Keller in Bristol, which was their sort of claim to fame that a couple of John Peel sessions um they you know a brilliant first album and they didn't quite make it and so what i suppose is when john was 33 he walked away from the band and it's that idea of you know you follow your dream for so long you go oh god make it got make it and then you go actually hmm actually maybe i'll do this and it's about what what you do when you come to that realization and whether i've actually come to that realization you know being a dad of a three-year-old. It's cool that she's into the sort of the comedian lifestyle, but I don't want her to turn around and go, you know what, I'm completely embarrassed by you.
0: Would it be worse if she says, Dad, I want to be a comedian? I would hate that. Because your wife also works in comedy. She
1: works work. in comedy yeah. and, yeah, she she works um, as a promoter. So she's on the sort of the, the industry side of things. So she's, she actually works on, um, it's quite weird, she works on like large-scale tours. She works on the Mickey Flanagan tour. Um, recently, so she'll come back and she was like, "Oh, you know, we sold three hundred thousand tickets today." I'm like, "All oh, right, I'm about to go and play it to fifty people." It's a different, different, <laughs> different end of the scale. Um, yeah, it's like, and what does yeah. Say? <laughs> yeah, she's she's a big fan of she's Flanagan. <laughs> she's just she's just shaking her head and going, "Come on, Neil. almost there, Dad, almost." <laughs> yeah, almost there. It's not my, not far to go. Uh, fifty to three hundred thousand people, but as long as all those fifty people enjoy themselves actually I'll, I'll take 20 as long as 20 are enjoying themselves the other 30 can and be. like does Elsa genuine genuinely like go with you on the road like when you yeah you yeah she's it? she's come with us when we've um sort of so yeah if I if I'm away for a night uh she'll come with me so like last year I did a like a stretch of gigs in Wales and she came and uh yeah that that, that was nice but then there was a time when we had I was in Scunthorpe and then I was up north again the night the next night so me, Anna, and Elsa all weren't out there. Anna's my wife. Um, and uh, we went to this hotel in Scunthorpe that I'd literally booked last minute. and thought, oh, that'll be fine. And uh, we walked in, there was blood on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no plug for the bath. It was just like, I was actually like, I felt like the worst mm. father Did in the
2: world. you walked into a crime scene? I'm really, I, I'm really I worried what you walked into. I don't
1: know whether that was just an that's how they live in scumfort they just oh, you know it fits spills you don't clean it up i don't know no offense to anyone no one from scumfort be listening and uh, if they were they you know what your towns like um I'm I'm not going to have to, you don't know, have to justify it. I'll move on, don't worry, I'll do it, I'll <laughs> clean this mess up. We um, digress. Uh, yeah. Scumphorpe didn't. Um.
0: So this, Come on, guys. This is uh, comedian Tom Tull. Uh, we've also got musician Ben Wheatley and a DJ Lee Hawks. We'll be hearing more from Lee and Ben, and of course Tom. Uh, Ben's going to be doing a two last songs very soon here on Miskin Radio. Hi, this is Mike Kelson. Comedian, actor, singer, mystic, and dog lover here at the Kieran Paul Sessions we are going to focus on DJing for a bit. Um, Fabulous. Because it's kind of like comedy. It's very important to, to... Your job is essentially reading a room of people, isn't it?
3: Yeah, basically. I'd say that's probably the hardest part, to try and gauge someone's like perception of what they actually want to listen to just from looking at their face, rather than, obviously, because I don't get told these things. There's no stickers on their chest and stuff. So it's a bit, um, yeah, trying to, trying to guess a song that they might actually like or listen to and dance to. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the hardest parts. I and,
0: are you guessing people's ages?
3: Yeah, that's obviously going with it in terms of genres and like where you sort of go like with the seventies and eighties kind of stuff, or you know, or earlier and th- you know, I actually had a gig a couple of weeks ago um, where I, I don't think I misled her in any way in terms of thinking that she was. Older than what she was, but she came back with some comments that made me believe that that might have been the case. So, um, <laughs> we quickly changed to a slightly newer uh, genre. And
1: did you um, suggest Vera Lynn?
3: No, I think it was I, pl- I played for the boys and Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I played, um, I played Frankie Valli kind of stuff. Um, right. Okay. And she came up to me and said, "What is this? I'm not 50." And I kind of led her to believe that I l- thought that she looked that um which i then okay no problem i'll i'll make it a bit newer for you you know um so but yeah now that's definitely obviously a big thing in terms of not trying to insult people while you Mm. are there because especially when you're there you you know most of my gigs are at least four hours long so i I could be in the same room (laughs) as someone for a very long time that i've obviously annoyed (laughs) Uh, when when, like someone
0: comes up and requests something do you ever hear it
3: yeah i do hear it i mean I would I would agree if it's a not a particularly great song, I won't play it either. Or I'll try and feed it in later on um, during the set. you know if For instance, you know you could be playing some house music and they come and ask for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's <laughs> not quite going to mix in too well. But um, you know the age of someone if they do, don't you? Yeah, certainly. So <laughs> it obviously Richard helps it in out. In the 90s? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, in terms of actually hearing it itself, it's normally where the DJs are. We have like a booth system, which obviously you can turn up and down and stuff, um, like manually-wise. Um and also we um we can um yeah, like I mean in terms of it's more the the drunkness, I suppose, is probably one of the hardest things rather than noise mm. level. Um obviously more alcohol induced the louder they normally get anyway, and the less sense they make. Um what's, what's the worst so
1: thing that you get requested. What's the one that you you go to work you think if they'll get that song all <laughs>
3: time, uh, I think stuff. for me I don't I can't remember the name of the guy but it's the Mercedes-Benz one with the left in a white one and I came in a black one that one that's a, it's a really don't terrible know. song don't it's know. on the radio yeah it's, really yeah, it's quite a modern yeah. one but it's it's on the radio quite a lot but I just think it's one of the worst songs going and i I hate to think of who actually produced it, like that kind I of thing. i always for Mr.
0: Brightside, like
3: that's the one I, yeah, that's, that's that's a popular do. one, yeah. It's like the end songs at any party you got Mr. Brightside,
0: uh, Don't Stop Me Now, by Queen, Living on a Prayer. They're your three ones at the good? end of yeah. any decent like, party,
1: uh, and New York, New York. That's a, yeah. yeah, where you get all get together and you do, the yeah, works. Well, it's yeah.
3: great at a wedding, you get everyone in the middle yeah. and you. you like kick the bride and groom to death yeah that's that's a great thing to do
2: <laughs> you know, Speaking of requests, that's really weird because even though like whenever i've done a few gigs where people for some reason think that like i i do like karaoke and i know every song yeah like, the amount of people that will walk up to me and be like can you play this and it'll e- even though i do acoustic it'll be like back in black people don't tend to listen immediately if you're playing something new and original like i have certain songs where i'm like oh it's catchy so people might take notice but usually i'll play a really famous song followed by a few of mine and uh but the only problem with that like i always say the worst one is everybody wants ed sheeran and I don't get me wrong i love ed sheeran i think he's great in like every way his guitar but usually it's like can you play lego house just because um, you have a guitar in your hand kind pretty of Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that and is. And you got long ginger hair. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> the, the for listeners, he does not have long ginger yeah, hair. Yeah, just to... right. It's quite um, short. <laughs> <laughs> but the newest one was um, Galway Girl. Is it, am I pronouncing yeah, Galway it? Galway oh, Galway. Galway yeah, Galway Girl. Yeah. Galway Girl, yeah. And um, it was... You need a fiddle. Yeah, ex- no, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, was, no, sorry, I don't have my backing band with me. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing was, I was um, it was for like a football club, and this, if she was only a little girl, she was like, can you play Galway Girl? And it's a really awkward moment where it's like, no I can't and you see her and I'm like but I can play a cheering and then I'm just awkwardly standing there and and you can see in her eyes it's like it's not Galway together is it it's it's a similar thing obviously when I DJ because I don't have every song going you Mm
3: -hmm. know so I could have a song by an artist but Mm -hmm. maybe not their favourite so I'm like well I can play another one by you know Blue or whatever but I don't have that particular song at the time I'm pretty sure I have all Blue songs just so you're aware but (laughs) (laughs) you can't not Oh. That's another good one. All Rise, Blood Blue. That's mm, a, that's a good, great one. Good music rap.
0: video
1: as well. Good yeah. rap. Mm. Um, like, uh, like Simon Webb's rap. Yeah, yeah definitely. Step um, back. And what's the like this track? thing about... No um... deep down, you try. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Carried
0: away. I had a boy, I Do had you want a one. session later on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play <laughs> some Blue now? Is that, <laughs> uh, oh, no. What? Play a local band. Yeah. <laughs> if, <have> <laughs> if Blue have a connection to Kent, I will happily play.
1: I'm pretty sure Lee Ryan's
3: mum lives in... In the
1: right. area, yes. so producer
0: you so and producer Ben behind me yeah. find a connection if you Lee can Ryan
1: is, Isn't Lee Ryan from
3: Elton I think he is. He's from around here because a, a friend of mine cuts her, his mum's hair. Right. So that's a, I'm loving, that's a good connection. I'm go. loving that's these enough. claims to fame. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm not making that up either. That's I found that out the other day. So <laughs> generally, yeah, if, if we can find that in there. Related to Kent, then yeah, better bit of blue or rice. Yeah.
0: So Ben Wheatley's in session. Can you do some two blue songs? <laughs> I'm a instead chef. of yours. <laughs> You're recording an EP.
2: I am. I'm recording my first EP called Original Cliché. Um, Lovely so that's album. That's a great that title. Is a great that title. is a really it, good title. Like I said, um, I'm, I'm very much a lovey-dovey type person. So I thought, what better way to name an EP than name it after what I am. So, yeah, that's that's What would the sequel be? have you thought about that yet i'm um, failing cliche <laughs> there you o- go or homeless either one we're kind of working <laughs> yeah. on them um, but no it's 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 coming on good i've i've recorded a few i'm currently in the process of recording it and i'm hoping that will be out sometime in september um yeah and it's it's honestly just such a fun experience it's it's lovely to feel like you're getting somewhere with it and feel like you're producing it a- at the end of the day it's just lovely to know that people enjoy listening to it because that's the end of it regardless of whether it's one person or 50,000 if it's my mum who's like I like it I'm like well that's good at least one person does you know it's, I think. what that's,
1: accent does your mum have there?
4: it's <laughs> great <laughs> I like it a lot oh. that's, yeah. bless her It's Alice great. from uh, Vicaridibli
2: <laughs> 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 but no um, it, it is one of the moments where I just I just love it but that'll be out in September um, on literally all everything yeah. Spotify yeah, yeah you can Okay. Everything. Well, let's have your first live song. So I'll let, uh, let you introduce it. Beautiful. Well, um, this song is called Gentleman, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it. It's a little bit of a twist on a breakup song.
4: <laughs> I know you think you've found the right guy. He seems so perfect from the outside. He's everything you could want and more, but I know his type. I may not be the man that you wanted, but I've just got to ask, do you want this? Cause he doesn't treat you like no gentleman should. He doesn't treat you the way I would. He doesn't treat you like no gentleman should doesn't treat you the way I could The way I could Does he pay for everything on dates? Do little things like open doors and respect your space? Answer the phone in the middle of the night When you're overthinking everything in life I may not be the man that you wanted, but I've just got to ask, do you want this? Cause he doesn't treat you like no gentleman should, he doesn't treat you the way I would. He doesn't treat you like no gentleman should, he doesn't treat you the way I could. You don't For a star Seems a little bit rough If I'm on his sweetheart He's the type of guy Who will come and go Take everything you want And nothing you know And when he leaves You'll come running back to me And i say these words Baby, please He doesn't treat you Like no gentleman should He doesn't treat you The way I would you like no gentleman should. He doesn't treat you the way I could. The way I could, no, no. The way I would. Thank you. Yeah.
0: That is Ben Wheatley Woo! with Gentleman. And he's going to be doing uh, another song in around like 10 minutes' time, and that will be live on Facebook. So, if you want to go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, you'll be able to watch it as well. So, uh, this next track uh, is from Venture, and it's uh, they're a band from Broadstairs. They haven't released a song for quite a while, but they now have, and it is called You.
1: Hello, I'm comedian Fiona Ridgewell, and you're listening to the Kieran Paul sessions on Miskin Radio.
0: So, now it's time for our second live song uh, from Ben Wheatley. And if you want to watch it as well as listening to it, go onto the uh, Miskin Radio Facebook page, that's M I S K I N, and you'll be able to watch it as well is listening to it, so I'll leave it to you, Ben.
2: Beautiful. This is uh, my second song. This is called Love Game. This is also on the EP, so I hope you enjoy
4: You've been doing just fine on your own I've been spending lonely nights Counting the days it go so slow Everybody's telling me what I should think Every time I go to leave, all oh, my heart just sings Well, you hurt me once and you'll do it again You're a triple threat to my heart, words are bullets in my brain One minute you want me next, you know where to be seen And all I know is I can't do this, oh please There's so many questions and not enough time That's why I... I I can't play up love game, always driving me insane. One minute you want me, and the next you've gone away. 12 a.m. We'll talk to 4. I won't pretend that I don't mind, cause I'll to every time. And I'm hardwired to love you, well at least it feels that way. I don't want to skip no beats when my heart goes anyway. And I can't change the way I feel, honey you know this love is real, but you don't feel the same cause all you ever seem to say is there's so many questions. I can't play a love game, no, it's dropping me insane. One minute you want me and the next you've gone away. I can't play a love game, no, it's dropping me insane. Your love ain't no good for me, but I want it anyway. And I can't play. No, I can't play, no. And I need a resolution of what we're meant to be and a resurrection of Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Woo!
0: That is Ben Wheatley uh, with oh. his second Life track, Love Game. Uh, we're going to be hearing more from all of our guests after this. Um, so this is uh, a world exclusive this week, and it comes from Pedestrian Zero. That is Pedestrian Zero with Hair Trigger, um, and it is available. It's released this Friday. So if you go onto Pedestrian Zero's uh, Facebook page, all the information is there uh, where you can get it and have it for yourself. So you can play it whenever you want. Uh, we're going to now do yeah. This Little Beauty. Worst jobby-wobby, worst, jobby-wobby, worst worst, worst, worst. Jobby-wobby, worst worst worst. So worst jobby-wobby is where we ask our guests uh, the strangest, most peculiar jobs they've ever done. And, and artists tend to do the weirdest ones. We're going to come to you, comedian Tom Toll. What is the weirdest one
1: you've done? Um, so you know them annoying people that call you up? Uh, I was one of them, like cold callers. Cold callers. I was one of them. I was working for a, a charity for, for deaf children, um, which was you know noble cause. Um, but it was hard because you were ringing people up and they had no money, and you know it was a, horrible. And what happened is, I was having trouble with it. I thought I'm going to leave this job. And the manager came over and he said, "Listen, Tom, um, this is how you do a sale. They, you know, it's not a sale; it's a donation, but they refer to it as a sale." He said, "Yesterday, I had a 93 year old woman on the phone." And uh, she was an uh, old opera singer, and I you know, was charming her. And I said, oh, you should, uh, maybe, why don't you do me a, bit, a little bit of opera? And uh, she did this lovely aria, and it was beautiful. And I was, uh, you know, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. She's like, oh, thank you very much, thank you very much. She went, isn't it a shame that deaf children will never be able to hear that music? And I got her to uh, purchase 20 quid a month. And I I think he was looking at me <laughs> as if to say, am I right? And I was looking at him like, you are one of the worst human beings in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and that was it you went you left i yeah basically um my friend got me the job and if i stayed there for a month he would get a 500 quid uh finders fee oh, i nice. literally the day of the, the where it was a month i left I, yeah I, I didn't even quit did I he just, get the finders fee did, he, he, got he got the finders sure fee was... he got the 500 quid um no, we'll... but i didn't i didn't say i'm leaving i just didn't ne- turn up The next never day. turned up again um and didn't change uh, your address and phone change, number and... yeah <laughs> basically yeah waited for that and now they call you every day
3: they call me every day (laughs) trying to find you yeah
1: (laughs) they ask me to tell jokes down the phone um and then Uh, when they say oh that's brilliant tom isn't it a shame that no deaf children be able to hear these jokes (laughs) (laughs) 20 quid (laughs) Uh, what's the thing with the sea shanty oh so the show i'm taking to edinburgh um i don't know you guys you know you might have had your jobs interrupted um by weird things i turned up to do uh, a preview in hastings and when i got there um i was initially i was put off by the fact that appearing tonight tom tall was outside the venue i'm not tall i've never have been it's worth it's one of the worst things to have your name written by the very thing you're not <laughs> and i go in and there was a sea shanty off now it was booked entertainment and it was two guys who looked like sort of uncle albert sort of slashed with captain bird's eye shouting at each other but then i realized that all the crowd were into it and I thought, well, Where's my comedy gig? And I found it, it was upstairs and there was ten people waiting there and every time I it was just coming through the floorboards. This whole this two men shouting at each other. They were shouting there was one song that was about a donkey and from the sounds of it this donkey wasn't having a good time. And it was just horrific. And eventually like most of the people there were like, I can't really hear and there was one guy left and I just even, I looked at him and was like, Should we just stop this now were they all going downstairs for that gig or were they leaving I'd, I, uh, I'd like to think they were going home yeah that'd be awful if, if I went down and they would know, oh, yeah like, uh, you know there was, is this not the sea shanty off no this is me trying to you know every punchline was being driven over by a yell from downstairs of like rum or barrel or Nelson <laughs> do you think you they were doing
3: it on purpose <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I, I t- so it, if you knew a sea shanty you could have like I could have got, got like back in three, like you were upstairs doing it like
1: I, d- I just didn't think I thought they were something that was consigned to movies and Captain Morgan adverts. I didn't actually ever think that someone would go. Oh, this happened. Or Scooby Doo episodes. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's what I should have done. It's just gone up and ripped a face off. <laughs> you
2: know, like the, um, the old janitor. you know, like the Walk This Way. To- I forget the song, but that music video where like oh, bit- uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, been yeah. Like that, but you were above and they were below, and then you both start picking up yeah, the mic and exactly with slamming, slamming down. down.
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. Um, and Lee, when you when you like DJ, how do you decide? Um, Which song goes into the next Like which songs match How do you do it What's the science behind it Uh,
3: Sort of science wise You sort of You match the sort of BPM And whether the Which
0: is beats per minute Yeah
3: beats per minute Yeah so you match Mm -hmm. that up With obviously The song that's gone previous So to speak But I think In terms of mixing You have to have a bit of creativity And flair about it Um, I mean I quite like mixing uh, One of my favourite ones At the minute Is mixing um, Drake One Dance with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It goes amazingly well if you like, loop him right and manage to get them obviously, timing-wise. Um, and obviously, when people are dancing to that sort of one dance song, and then you've got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on, which everyone that grew up at that sort of time knows mm. every single word mm. too. So it goes down really well. But it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, just, it's more creativity um, than anything else, um, obviously, most of the things nowadays. Have you ever fluked it? Yes, quite a lot. <laughs> uh, sometimes in terms of fluke you forget to put a song on um, right. and it's getting towards the end and then you just have to quickly lob one in and push play um, but it does manage to work sometimes and things like that but um, yeah fluking is obviously 100% of it it's it's what I listen to obviously um, before it sort of comes out live on yeah. the thingy eye faders and stuff like you know we do in a radio station um, but yeah in, it's it's hard to do wrong I think like if you, you if you understand it and obviously try and practice a bit as well, um, it's very hard to do wrong. And when you get people that are doing it wrong, it's just like why it's so simple. You know,
0: mm. it's what's the biggest mistake people make in DJ?
3: More um, like miscounting the beats. So you sort of you you counted like a four beat count, and then obviously so you'll count that on the song that's going live, um, and then you'll count that on the song that you're queuing up and then you just speed it up and slow it down to make sure that the beats are the same. Um, so normally you'll get it like a quarter beat or half beat out. That would be the f- And obviously then you'll... St- it's like hearing a, a, who a double kick that, drum. Though? People that, do. Really? Not so much when they've had a few beverages, but, um, yeah, that they... I, well, I certainly notice when I'm out, and obviously other DJs that go out as well yeah. would be the mm. same. Um, but you can just hear it. It's just it's It's not so much hearing it and noticing it it's more the smooth nature of how it obviously goes together uh that's more the point because you if it's smooth and it's seamless, then it feels like it's done uh whereas if if you start noticing that there's a song coming in or whatever then it's not necessarily as smooth and perfect as you'd like. I've so. learned
1: something today yeah. so have I The gateway to your community miskin radio.
0: Hello, Kieran here thank you for downloading. If you get your podcasts on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions.
4: Bye-bye.